Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadan, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development. So we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor and strong for our own personal well-being. Today, we continue our journey in the best-selling book all about self-image psychology by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. And this is an interesting chapter because he talks about how we all wear a mask and how we probably always don't have to. What's super interesting to me about this, and I will link... Uh, the episode in the show notes is Robert Greene's book, The Laws of Human Nature, did an entire chapter about that as well. And this is fascinating because the more things change, the more they stay the same. Here we go. When the curtain goes up, you don't need a mask. Our real life masks are tragic. Where the masquerade disguises are amusing. They serve an insidious purpose to hide your real self which you feel is unacceptable from a threatening world <laughs> yeah you gotta sometimes still wear the mask if you're around bullies and things like that but what about having more confidence what about when you're feeling terrified and you're really scared the winner in the world Wear the face of confidence, right? We wear too many masks, he says. And this one's interesting. The weak man wears a mask of stoicism that covers up his oversensitiveness to injury. The vain woman wears a mask of indifference that covers up her desire to be liked. The man who feels he has failed as a breadwinner may wear the mask of a braggart, boring people with his tall tales of success. The woman who wants to get married pretends that the last thing that would ever enter her head. So these are some examples of uh, <laughs> how people wear masks. And like I said, sometimes you still do have to because depending on who you're talking to, they might just lash out if you reveal your honest, true self and your honest, true thoughts. So sometimes you have to agree to disagree and just move on. But here's the clincher. When you act out a part all the time, he says, you may end up losing track of who you really are. And that really comes to fruition when you have a really good friend. And a really good friend allows you to be yourself, doesn't expect you to be anything else. Will listen, even if they don't agree with what you have to say. <laughs> And that is a gold nugget. That is something you hold on to your entire life. You have a friend like that or friends. That is really where you start measuring the difference. And then you can really tell the difference between who you need to be, what type of decorum, etc. at work, and who you can be at play. 
because sometimes the boss expects you to be a certain way and you still need to put food on the table. So he, he does clarify that in great detail in this book. And stay to the end because we do have a little uh, exercise that he said will help us with this. So he says, the great secret of personality is that you must learn to throw away your mask and be yourself. He has some concepts here that can help you. Number one, do not be afraid to be different. The people who will scoff at you for your uniqueness are beneath your attention. Our greatest creative minds and practical leaders are not afraid to be different. If they were, they wouldn't have reached their levels of success right? <laughs> I think Dr. Seuss has something to that effect as well. <laughs> why, you know, why not stand out from the crowd? We're all different. Each of us unique creatures. Everyone is absolutely original. Number two, lose your fear of perfect people. They are not perfect. They are only acting a part. Don't compare yourself unfavorably to such paragons of perfection. And I would add to that, we think people are perfect. We think celebrities a lot of the time are perfect. And if you look through the history of time, they too bleed and they too are human. And they're not on stage at all times. And they also have a dark side. We are all the same. It's what we choose to do with our lives that makes us different. Number three, try to be more spontaneous. Learn to let go a little. When you're about to talk, don't prepare beforehand what you will say. Let the words come out. Most people hate to listen to canned conversation. They don't trust it. Remember this. If you say something that sounds silly, nobody's going to shoot you for it. <laughs> You'll still be alive, and it won't be the last time that you'll be imperfect. At least, I hope not. Yeah, those uh, spontaneous conversations can be fun. And, you know, you all know by this time if somebody's trying to sell you something. Because they teach people in sales to have scripts, to, you know, come up with canned answers to try and win the deal. And guess what? The world doesn't work that way anymore. We are all too clever. And it gets quite annoying, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like, no. Now I know you're trying to sell me something. Go away. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Number four, rely on yourself. A mature person accepts himself, does not look to others for approval. A storyteller who looks from face to face for a smile as he tells a joke will probably end up with no audience. People like to be entertained, dislike being forced to respond. If you look on your own actions with kindness, you'll be able to express yourself freely. I like that one. Number five, squelch your self-critical thoughts. If you keep criticizing yourself, you will crush your courageous impulses. When you tell yourself, maybe I'm foolish, or perhaps I'm too assertive, or I shouldn't have talked so fast, you destroy your real personality and you're liable to hurriedly get a mask on your face. 
feeling almost hysterical. Declare war on your self-critical thoughts. Stop tormenting yourself. Uh, a few weeks ago, I talked about this in great detail, that you have to stop listening to yourself, and you have to start talking to yourself in a more positive manner. And you do it over and over and over again until it's ingrained. No negative self-talk. It's hard because there's somebody inside your head there wanting to tell you differently sometimes, right? Oh, yeah, we've all been there. And it's a daily habit. It's a daily chore to continue. And then it becomes automatic. And number six, shed your mantle of dignity. Hmm, I had to think hard about this one. Too many people, he says, feel they must be dignified, that it is not proper to express enthusiasm. This is ridiculous. A full person should be able to express indignation and even more to express positive feelings such as love and enthusiasm. If a friend does you a good turn, don't feel it's shameful to say, hey, man, that was wonderful of you. And if your wife looks beautiful, don't just nod your head. Put your arms around her and tell her she looks gorgeous. You'll enjoy the wonderful feeling that you can make others happy. And they will like to be with you. However, he says, a word of caution. In some situations, you must realistically inhibit yourself. If you have a new job or a new boss and you're working in a very conventional setting, it might be wise to be cautious. But don't overdo the restraint. And in even such a situation, there may be more freedom for you than you might think. Yes. So I think, in my opinion, <laughs> because I do have one, right? <laughs> Dignity might have been the wrong word for this. Because when you feel dignified, you hold your head up high and you have confidence. And I think he's more saying, like, just let yourself go. If you're thinking, wow, person walking by me has some beautiful shoes, instead of just staring at them and then thinking, hey, what's your problem, Jose? <laughs> just say, hey, nice shoes. And you know what? That's free. Doesn't cost you anything. And it feels good to share a positive vibe. It definitely does. So here's this practice lesson I was telling you about earlier in the episode. And it's the tool of being yourself by using your imagination. Sit in a quiet place where you can concentrate on the job of unmasking yourself and being yourself without camouflage and pretense. Quiet down your thoughts, wrestle away your worries, and just relax. Almost like a sitting meditation. Now, call on your imagination to project you into the future. Set a goal for yourself, the achievement of which would make you happy, and picture the steps you will take. Mentally image the situations you'll be involved in. See them in concrete, concrete detail. Needless to say, your aim is self-improvement. Don't worry about falling flat on your face. Mistakes happen, and the more mistakes you make, the more you're learning, and learning is always ongoing. That is the secret to staying young and staying vibrant and staying not only physically strong, but mentally strong. 
if you keep learning something new. And sometimes it's super hard. And <laughs> sometimes it's just like, oh my gosh, will I ever get this? Exercise your mind and your imagination. Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to see yourself? And then you go through those steps in the pictures of your mind. In that garden, you plant the seeds, right? So he says, in the sanctuary of your mind, picture your goal and move toward it step by step. Then as you imagine you're erring, making mistakes, see and feel the embarrassment of it, but also see yourself accepting your lack of perfection, living with it, giving yourself understanding when you need it. This exercise will help you to be yourself or if you can live with your mistakes, you will never hide behind a mask. Be yourself. Use your imagination. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? Who do you see yourself being? You're a human being, not a human doing. And the world has changed quite a bit in the last few years where it used to be the majority of people in the workforce were doing manual labor. Everything was done without machines. And gradually machines moved in. And now it's all about what you know. So the only way to learn things is by doing things. And being yourself. If you can just try to take off the mask, even if it's in front of your mirror, use your imagination to really, ah, uh, what does freedom look like for you? Where are you going? What are you doing to live a more inspired life? Well, if you like the show, well, somebody know it, hey, hit that subscribe button. I'll see you next week. <laughs>